this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guests name today are Emma Concanon and Cam Smith. They were my classmates in the Leadership Buffalo program, Rising Leaders. When this posts, we will have just graduated after a full year. So throughout the episode, we reflect on the year. We talk about why we love so Buffalo so much, why we're optimistic about its future, and why we're energized to help make that an even better future. So thank you so much for listening, and thank you to the Leadership Buffalo program and team for an awesome year. Thank you guys very much for coming in today, and welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, excited to be here. So first we need to start, Cam, you are the number one fan of the Bell Ringer podcast, so any growth that we have seen is much thanks to you, so on behalf of our team and me as the host, thank you very much for always promoting us. Yeah, no problem. Proud honor. <laughs> Best podcast in the world. That's that's what you say, yeah. <laughs> so, Emma, we're here to talk about Leadership Buffalo. Yeah. Tell everybody a bit about what the program is for those that aren't aware. So, it's an opening retreat and a closing retreat book on the year. Um, and then throughout, it's a day session once a month that has a theme. So some of the themes that we had were education, um, poverty, hunger, criminal justice. Um, there's economic development day, uh, neighborhood day, where we went out into the different parts of the city and explored. Um, what else was there? Do you have transportation day? So each day basically has a theme. Um, and then throughout the day, we hear from different leaders in those uh, industries Yep, that um, kind of tell us about current events that are going on or different projects that are going on. Um, and then we always do some site visits too, so we can see um, where exactly these places are that they're talking about. Um, right. And it's all about servant leadership. Each day has a different theme attached to it that we're kind of learning along the way, right? Yeah, it's about it's about learning the themes. And then uh, at the same time, too, we're also taking any uh, stereotypes or biases that might already exist uh, and eliminating them and bringing a whole group of different group of people together to have the conversation firsthand, see the problems our community faces, and then and eventually be able to attack them to find solutions. And each day um, also starts with um, kind of a, a quote, if you will, on something to be mindful about throughout the day um, to keep in the back of our minds as we're meeting these people and, and learning about these different uh, places and organizations. Um, and then we do reflections at the end of the day too. It's just to kind of touch base with each other about what we saw and learned. And a lot of our classmates are from a lot of the top companies across our region, so everybody's really well represented and across industry, so mm -hmm. it's kind of like an interesting perspective, especially when we do reflections, seeing how different people come at it. Um, Emma, you kind of listed a lot of the day sessions that we went through. Mm -hmm. Is there a favorite that sticks out to you or something that kind of shines in memory? I don't know if you could call it a favorite because it was somewhat of a heavy day, but certainly an impactful day was the um, hunger, poverty, um, and social justice day that we had. Um, right. Just because we heard some uh, personal stories from 
women who have uh, dealt with domestic violence. Um, we did a poverty simulation where we experienced examples of just how hard it can be to, you know, pay your bills if you live in a food desert, eat a healthy meal, all kinds of different um, things that we may take for granted. Um, we kind of didn't really have those in these simulations. And when you don't have good food or if you, you know, are missing school, if you're not paying your bills, it snowballs into homelessness and um, problems with the law and all kinds of different things. So it was kind of a heavy day, but definitely one that stuck with me. How about you, Ken? Uh, I'd kind of I'd say my favorite day session was the education day. It was amazing to get to go see the different scope of and range of all of our schools. We went to private, charter, public, um, and then I, even I even when we went right when we were at I went personally I went to the Buffalo Maritime School and uh, which is a charter school and we got to talk directly to the. To the students, and we got to hear from their perspective what they thought the problems were in the city. Um, they made like references to being uh, kind of bullied or picked on when they're on the public transit for wearing their uniforms, um, and there was la and lack of security on the on the buses to kind of help deal with those issues. Um, so, and I it was just kind of eye-opening to firsthand see see and hear from our kids and know what also to kind of know what they can do because they are the future of our city so it was i would say that was probably the most impactful day for me yeah and i think a lot of the other days a lot of the solutions people pose started with kids in the education system because that helps mm -hmm. break cycles if you can teach kids when they're young then things change as they grow up which kind of always tied back to the education day i thought absolutely so we're an economic development organization one of the days was economic development our president and ceo tom kacharski gave uh, a presentation at Resur yeah, resurgence yeah right. it was mm -hmm. a resurgence the new resurgence on chicago street yeah which was the first time i've been there which mm -hmm. was really cool um and then we all kind of did a bunch of tours of cool companies and a lot of new developments i know i did chandler street what were your impressions of that day? I guess, Emma, we'll start with you. Sure. Um, so I went down to uh, the Admiral Room, um, which they gave us a tour of the banquet facility, um, the kitchens, and then they also took us down into kind of the secret tunnel, if you will, where the vault was for um, the old Marine Midland Bank, which was super cool. Um, and for me, one of the things that I thought was super interesting about that particular venue was how they managed to make it look so new and fresh, but also incorporate so many of the original um, pieces of the building, if you will, right. um, which we talked a lot about this year. What once seemed kind of like a um, downfall of Buffalo that we weren't renovating in the 60s and 70s like a lot of other places were um, because we had so many people leave. A lot of the original architecture was preserved and that's now actually an asset. And you could definitely see it in that building. It was so cool. Um, yeah, even where like the leadership of the offices at 500 Seneca is yeah. a restored warehouse that you know was probably in disrepair at the time and now is this awesome like loft and office space. Right, so. exactly. Um, so it's just, it's cool to see 
downtown kind of getting revitalized. It's cool to, cool to see these new buildings getting revitalized. Um, and then, yeah, we kind of all reconvened back at Resurgence, um, which is an awesome place too, uh, right on the river. And there's a whole banquet area upstairs. So it's the bar and the restaurant downstairs, but then also a great, a great place for conferences and events upstairs too. Cam, how about you? Um, so the highlight for me on economic development day, I'd say it's all the speakers that we had at uh, Resurgence. Uh, we had a we had a panel uh, discussion that was made up of uh, head of the labor union, uh, Irwin Bosi's, um, and a, a private developer. I, I don't remember which one it was offhand, but um, hearing the the need our city has for uh, skill the skilled trades and um, how our education system it sometimes is kind of pushing pushing our youth away from the idea of taking on a trade it was amazing. We had the, the private developer said that they'd be willing to pay someone that graduated right, right out of high school um, that went through the year one BOCES program for carpentry $50,000 right off the bat, which is amazing. Um, and so hearing, hearing the need and uh, the grass like that. Um, then also Tom Kucharski, when he, he was talking about the impact of our region, um, and how he, he goes out goes out around the country and I, I imagine probably at times around the world and and represents us and uh, and is a source for for investors and other companies around the world to try and bring them to Buffalo. Uh, I, I thought that was amazing. And then we had uh, Jack Greco from uh, TechStars come and talk in the afternoon, and he. He did an amazing job. He was very, very relaxed, and uh, I mean, just again conveying the the aspect of our uh, our region on startups. Um, he kind of I he made the point of how think about Buffalo, Rochester, and Syracuse. It's a three hour drive in between all of them, and you take it. You take a region like Atlanta. It takes you four hours to get from one side of the city to the other. Right. Uh, with traffic, so I mean, it's our our ecosystem is not just Buffalo. I mean, it's all of upstate New York, um, and to kind of find a ways to tie them all together is huge. Yeah. So, and Jack has been on the podcast, but he was an original, originally a founder of ACD Auctions, mm-hmm. who just last week was named or valued at one point five billion dollars. Huge. Buffalo's first software unicorn, so you know he's no longer with them. But it kind of goes to show you that Buffalo's becoming more and more on the map for a whole widespread of industries, including entrepreneurial entrepreneurialism and mm-hmm. technology software. Yeah, and take take it a step further too. Think of the startup culture that we're having because it's bringing talent in from outside of West New York to come here, and knowing that there's multiple companies that if if a person a person knows that if it doesn't work out at that company, they have other options locally, so they don't have to move their entire family again. Yeah. Things like that. It, it all alludes right back into the uh, startup campus that 43 North creating down on at the uh, tower. So. Yeah, and we launched our talent attraction campaign. That's something we always say is people don't want to move just for one opportunity. They want, we say, a career ladder, not a step stool of just one or two opportunities. They mm-hmm. want to be able to move up and around and that's a lot of what we're creating here with different clusters in different industries. Yeah. And 
we just had our closing retreat. This won't post for a few weeks, but we all just were together this weekend. Emma, you were elected one of our class chairs. Yes. And gave very a very honored. beautiful and impassioned speech. Aw, thanks. Beautiful. <laughs> Tell us, you know, don't you don't have to recreate the speech, but I thought it was pretty cool to hear what Leadership Buffalo has meant to you throughout the year. And, sure. You know, like we all met last December or January mm-hmm. and to where we are now laughing on a podcast and <laughs> having a tough time getting through it. <laughs> and the best of frenemies. Best of frenemies. Oh, true. Maybe can. True. Yeah. It's high and cold. Yeah. Um, both of you were nominated. I do have to say that as well, though. So Craig was a front runner. He, he was, and he... Both of us respectfully... Yes, but... Bowed out of the competition. <laughs> In lieu that we want to support our current chairs. We knew who, yeah, we knew who deserved it. Aw, you're too kind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, this was just a couple days ago that we had the retreat and the elections, and um, I really didn't have anything planned for a speech, uh, considering I wasn't really anticipating being nominated. I was very humbled and honored that that was even the case. Um, so I just decided to speak from my heart and just kind of say what uh, LB meant to me from a personal standpoint and um, one of the day sessions that we had was healthcare as I mentioned previously and that focused on a lot of different aspects of healthcare being that it's such a, a wide ranging topic um, and one of the topics was mental health and that was something um, that coming into this year um, of LB I was struggling a lot with anxiety and things of that nature, and um, when I met everyone at LB, it just kind of instantly felt like a family, Um, and just being around like-minded individuals, but also such a diverse group, really just kind of made me be a better version of myself, and pushed me to always learn more, and look at things from a different perspective, Um, and then just the exposure that I got throughout the year to these different organizations and people just really, um, I don't know, kind of, yeah. it just, it just hit, it hit, it hit a soft spot for me. And, mm-hmm. um, the people in the class are great. The people we met in the community are great. Um, so I was just kind of hoping to be able to give back as a class chair. So. Yeah. And I've, I've done like over 50 episodes of this podcast. And most of the time I ask people like, what is, Buffalo's greatest asset or what's the best thing about our community and almost always it's our people is the answer so not just the people in our class but like you said a lot of the people that we met and getting to hear from the leaders that are making a difference and have for the last 10-20 years as we've kind of gone through this renaissance is like of a lot of value and even when we have people in from out of town that's the consistent comment that we get is how tight-knit the community is. It's not just like a talking point. It's it's hard to actually like quantify, but Mm -hmm. it is true. Yeah, it's definitely not something tangible, but it's certainly something profound. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's been a great experience in in both regards. Yeah. Yeah, I'd kind of like to say too that um, we kind of talked about how earlier about how we gonna we got to experience everything we did this past year. Now it's about implementing and make that change and our class chairs are going to kind of lead us and kind of help create opportunities for us to do that and 
I think uh, speaking on behalf of our whole class, um, I think we're all pretty confident in our our current chairs that we have to <laughs> to accomplish that. Yeah, and and Cam, you. Uh-huh kind of already started the transition a couple months ago you held a or organized a fundraiser for Seneca Street CDC um, that Emma and I had the pleasure of attending and helping out with so tell us a bit about that as we kind of transition the conversation to life after LB and the difference that we can now go and make in the community. Yeah so uh, one day we got an email from Althea telling us that Jason Holler. Althea is the CEO, just for those that don't know. Continue. You didn't know. Yeah, so Althea runs uh, LB. Um, and she, she sent us a lot an email informing us that uh, our classmate from the Classroom Experience Program was going to be, uh, Jason Holler was going to be running a video, digital video class at the Seneca Street Community Development Center. Um, and they were seeing if anyone had any cameras that they could donate. Um, I, growing up, I always, I took a couple of digital video classes, so I had a, a little bit of an idea and I immediately reached out to Althea and Jason to see if maybe we could do something that make a little bit more of an impact on the kids. Um, so the idea was that maybe we could raise some money to, uh, buy all new equipment and that could be right there on site for the kids to use year round, uh, to kind of maybe develop their skills or a talent or passion or hobby, however they took it. Um, and then they could continue to go through the class and, um, and basically develop, developing of it being a self-sustaining program. So, um, together with, with our class, we put together a fundraiser, uh, in 28 days and we were able to raise just over $2,000, uh, for, the program, uh, which Jason's now taking and he's going to buy the equipment and, uh, I'm going to help him out and start volunteering, uh, during the classes to kind of just be an aide. And, um, it's an, it's just an example of how we can give back to our community, uh, show the kids that we're there to support them, um, to do good things. And yeah. Yeah. And we saw one of the first videos this weekend at the retreat that, the kids had started to put together which was really cool to see like how far it's come from your initial email to the fundraiser at fat bobs to you know kids doing cartwheels yeah. in front of a video camera and interviewing their teachers and yeah all that stuff you could see how much fun that they were having with it too and i think that's one of um another benefits to the program and i think um we'll really kick into high gear now that we're going to be graduating in a couple weeks is we have a lot of well-intended people um, who want to get involved in the community and want to help and want to contribute their time and resources. And one thing that's great about LB is it kind of exposes you to the places that need it most. So the Seneca Street Community Center is a great example of the type of organization that now upon graduation in a couple weeks, um, the LB members can go out and start volunteering their time, resources, and uh, energy with. Um, there was, I believe, eight organizations that came to our retreat this weekend right. and kind of gave us their spiel, if you will, about what kind of help they need, uh, whether it be people's time, different fundraisers they have going on, etc. cetera. Um, and all of our class is going to pick one of those charities or organizations and 
go on to do a project with them um, to help in their efforts in these different areas that they said they're most in need. Yeah, and I know, so I was in the Family Promise group mm -hmm. helping with uh, family homelessness, and, you know, I probably have, like, five to ten emails still waiting to look at. Our group was already getting together and, like, sending out doodle polls and action items. So mm -hmm. I think everybody's coming out of the weekend is really energized to do something, and I don't see that going away anytime soon, knowing our group and how dedicated everyone is. Definitely. Yeah, it's... It, it's dedication, and there's also, like, the, I guess, kind of the unspoken bond that we all kind of have now just from going through the program together, and, uh, I mean, experiencing the lows and the highs, and uh, we've all had a lot of good good times through it, too, and, uh, I mean, I think we're all poised and ready to kind of attack the issues that we've identified and really make an impact on our community. Yeah. Well, it's a good spot to end on before I let you guys go. As you know, as Cam knows, oh, I know. is a dedicated listener. Blizzard round, hard-hitting journalistic questions. Almost dropped my stress ball. This is a ball. bucket list item for me. This is, yes. This was also referenced in two different LB skits <laughs> this past weekend. <laughs> uh, we'll go Emma and then Cam and then back to me for the question. Okay. Emma, if you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? Chocolate. Yeah. Uh, cookie dough. Book or TV show that you'd recommend? Um, Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon. Uh, I'm really big into Survivor and the Bravo Network. Love Bravo. I agree <laughs> with Cam. Text or phone call? Phone call. Uh, I'll do a text. Bills or Sabres? Ooh, Bills. Yeah, pills all day. What's up with the hesitation? Wait, can I retract? I might be savers. Emma, you gotta go Bison's. I, just kidding. I <laughs> saved the best for last. I'm a Bison's fan. Shout out Mike Butchkowski, best GM in the league. Your uncle, is it? Yep. <laughs> but he also is the best. Also the best. You said Bills, obviously. Obviously, Bills. Cam Gate. Cam Gate, be Dece there. December 8th. Building a future. Ravens game, I'll be there. Hiking or skiing? Hiking. Uh, I'll go uh, snowboarding. And last question, most important, chicken wings, drumstick or flat? Flat, 10,000%. What? Uh, drumstick. I'm a drumstick as well. Thank you guys very at much. At CPG. <laughs> at the bar that he bartends at. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining the podcast, and thanks for everything this year. It's yeah. been super fun. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. Classmates for life. Go Bills. by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded, nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo.